Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Hello everyone! Welcome to Out of the Drawing Pan, a Pokemon the Series podcast. Where each week, we discuss two episodes from the Pokemon anime, and just random topics that pop into our heads. Just a quick reminder, we are an E for explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Alex. I'm so excited, I'm vibrating. Whoa. Oh, like your body is gyrating. Can't you feel the electricity in the air vibrating, supercharged? Yeah, it's right outside my window, and my light just dimmed oh, I know, in and out behind me. Appropriate atmosphere. I really hope this thunder is picking up on the mic. I know, me too. It's going to be a great atmosphere. And uh, that voice, by the way, is our other co-host, Austin. How you doing, Austin? The only thing that's vibrating is the spiders outside my front door, because they literally like to shake, like they violently vibrate on their web when Ugh. I walk by. Yeah, it's really scary. They're trying to catch you. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. They're trying to be like, get away from me! And I'm like, well, don't put up your net in my fucking door. Or your web. Your net. Web, your net. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I stay in, inside the house. So you were inside this whole week, Alex? If you want to kick off our week talk segment. Yes, I was inside all week because as we all know, it's like 500 degrees outside. And I wasn't about that. It's really bad outside. It's like hitting triple digits here easily. Mm-hmm. It was 105 yesterday. Oh my god. 105? It's not even like the height of summer yet either. So bear that in mind. This is awful. Thanks, oil companies. Yeah. Thanks, global warming. Thanks, lawmakers. Thanks, yeah. everybody who ignored this for the last 50 years. Are you guys getting those PSAs now? Like, for, I don't know who your power company like is, but they're sending all these PSAs out now. Like, you need you have to set your therm. You need to. You don't have to, but you need to set your thermostat to a certain temperature. Peak hours are from like this time to this time. Do not wash or dry your clothes at this time. There's a whole bunch of. This is new to me. I haven't seen. This I'm stuff. not getting any of this. You haven't got. I'm any not getting of this kind of stuff. No, no, I'm not familiar. Oh man, yeah, that just means that it's getting pretty wicked. You're also a homeowner. I'm in an apartment complex. Well, sometimes they would send like when I was in an apartment, the head, the front office, leasing office would send like little notices out like you need to conserve water or something like that maybe it's been cheaping out it may don't, just i was ploy. gonna say don't count on austin's apartment complex to send out any messages or do the right thing by any of their residents because oh, that's true that's true too that's my bad bad standard <laughs> just sue them anyway okay weird al yankovic oh anyway alex anything else <laughs> you didn't get that reference no i didn't sorry no. We're not doing well. We don't have a good track record. <laughs> Y'all! Okay, the last podcast, I was so upset because nobody got my joke then, and nobody yeah, gets I know. my jokes Th- now. They know. They heard. They listened to it. They know. The I'll Sue You, the parody song, whatever. Go look it up. I don't. I'm sorry, Weird Al. I'm sorry. Oh Weird Al. Okay, I'm just going to stop. I'm going to stop with my references. I know Weird Al is going to be in the Pokemon movie soon. Is he? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, didn't he just have a, a biography or something movie? Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, yeah. Harry Potter played him. What a world. What a world. Was that a Wizard of Oz reference? Are you get mad that we didn't recognize that? What a wonderful world. I don't know. No. That's a Christmas movie, isn't it? It's a wonderful life. <laughs> wonderful life. Oh, I messed it up. <laughs> 
Oh, oh my god. god. Move on from me. I have nothing. Okay, okay. Austin, what did you do this week? I stayed inside. It's hot. Okay, it's yeah. fucking hot. I refused to go outside when I didn't have to. The dog and I didn't go for very long walks. So I was like, we're not doing this. Stay in the shade. Did you go see Top Gun? Did you get a chance to do that yet? Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, not yet. Nope. Okay. Uh, I, it's going to be a red box. I'm sorry, Jacob. I can't oh, it's going to be a red box. IMAX. Oh, my so. gosh. <laughs> You don't have to. It doesn't have to be an IMAX. I'm just saying it would be cool. I watched it in like a rundown theater, and it was still nice. So, how was your week, Jacob? Did you watch Top Gun again? I did not watch Top Gun again. I'm actually gonna watch it, the original one, tomorrow. So yes. that's gonna be on our next podcast. We're gonna talk about that one. I think we've all seen that one, so we're gonna review it. But um, this week I just I've been, it's been hot, so I've been stacking up on some DVD collections because you know my refusal to join streaming. Services and that's this is how I boycott. Okay, Grandpa. Yeah, it's not really yeah, Grandpa. Use an Internet Explorer over here. I got West Wing, the complete series. Oh my God! Oh my God! The Outsiders, and I got Band of Brothers and the Pacific. So I got like a whole bunch of stuff. Actually, I got it as a gift, which is real nice. So all this stuff okay. came to me, and I'm gonna watch it soon. This is something very duty, like very very dude movies. Yeah, they are. Alex kind of, you like you've seen The West Wing before. Have you seen I'm, it? I'm tickled. I love The West Wing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Oh I know gosh. it's got um, Martin Sheen yes. and Rob Lowe. I remember that. But that's all I know about it. So it's going to be a while before I watch them. <laughs> but uh, when we get to them, I'll share them on the podcast. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, I started Game of Thrones again. Oh, God. Why would you torture yourself? You know, now they've got two more series coming out with this did you hear about yes, this yes I, I saw the update on the Jon snow sequel show and then there's Wait. also the house of dragons prequel i didn't know there was a Jon snow show coming out yes, yes. To me. the battered bastard is what it's is called. it really called that no it is it's not, not. But didn't, that sound oh like, didn't that sound like a real thing <laughs> yes it does yeah see i don't think they can casually drop that in like a title for general audiences they got that the Jon snow one and they got um house of dragons too it's coming out. And that one's a prequel, right? That's a, mm-hmm. the, the Targaryen. Okay, that that's Danny's people. Yeah. Okay. All the incest is going to be there. There's a big incest theme in Game of Thrones. It's weird. Well, they are royalty. Yeah, you got to keep it in the family. <laughs> yeah. The purebloods, right? I should clarify, I've seen maybe a total of 10 hours worth of Game of Thrones. So I only know it through pop culture references. So I'm <laughs> like I have a very spotty, confused perception of it. So you've never you've never seen it like in the total? No, never. I've seen maybe a total of nine episodes. Okay, well that's interesting. You should watch it. It's a good show. No, no, I've seen enough. Okay, you, okay. You've got, you've got enough of the overarching plot from pop culture. Just don't, yeah, I, I got the gist. Don't watch season eight. No, I saw that one. Oh no, the worst one. Because <laughs> everyone was like, it's so bad. I was like, well, I gotta watch it. Well, you have no context. You just go into, like, the terribleness of it all. Yeah, that's made it funnier. Okay. Yeah, but that's um pretty much uh, my week. Do you guys hear the lightning that's going outside? I don't hear the lightning, but I do hear the thunder. You do hear the thunder? Yes. I hear it. Well, I thought that the fact that it literally just started raining and lightning and thundering right before this podcast is very topical. Because the Pokemon episodes this week. Yay! Oh, wait. wait, is that John Wayne in a covered wagon behind you? That's not John Wayne. No, that's more like um, <laughs> that's like a Steven Seagal western we have going on. Oh. Here. This guy's out of shape. He's a big dude. <laughs> I thought it was later years John Wayne. I don't know. <laughs> no, this is uh, 
This is like current Steven Seagal Western right here. He was calling people pilgrim. <laughs> That's exactly. Howdy, that, pilgrim. That could be it too, yep. Anyway, I guess I'll mention the titles here real quick. The Pokemon episodes we have for this week are Get Along, Little Pokemon, and The Mystery Menace. It is very interesting. I actually remember that one very well from my childhood. That's interesting. Anyway, let's see what we got here with the randomizer. It has spoken, and Austin, you have the 30-second summary challenge. I get Get Along, Little Pokemon. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> And Alex, you get the mystery minute. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Ah, I wanted That's the, all right. the we can... cowpoke episode. Y'all can swap if you want. No. Damn no. it. Damn <laughs> it. No, you can't. Uh, you just chime in whenever you want during the get along little Pokemon. Or Oregon Trail is what I call it. I guess, uh, do you want to time it, Alex, or me for Austin? I can time it. Let me get my timer situation happening here. All right, Austin, are you ready to journey back in time to the Wild West? Sorry. I'm ready, partner. Journey back in time with that modern-day iPhone ringing sound. Okay. Pilgrim. Pilgrim. In three, two, one. Yeehaw! (laughs) We're going to the Wild Wild West. We're going to round up some Magnemite because they can get some lightning to power up the towns of the Orange Islands. And Ash ends up having to take control of the Magnemite farm because he has to go yippee into the horizon when there's a blackout. But Team Rocket wants the Magnemite for their own until number six, the Magnemite evolves into Magneton and it uses Thunderbolt to blast them off and they save the city. Time. Perfect. I cannot do a Western accent. I'm so sorry. No, that's, that's pretty okay. good. You would have fooled me if you came up no, talking no, like no. that. I'd have been like, oh, that guy's from Texas or... Hell yeah, right. <laughs> Somewhere. All right, let's dive in here. I forgot. Is there a specific island we're on right now? We're still on... What's the island we're on right now? No, Jacob. We're not on an island. We're in the American Midwest. Yeah, okay. We were in, like, England yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out where we are geographically. <laughs> Okay, anyway. we're still on the giant Mandarin Island number two, which has okay. every environment and culture you can imagine on it. Okay, does everybody want a science fact to start off? Here we go. Well, it's not really a science fact. It's a geographical fact. Can there be a desert on a small-scale island in a tropical archipelago? Is that the No, fact? it's not quite, but I thought that okay. was so ridiculously absurd. There can't possibly be an island full of, like geographical formations that we saw in this episode and that's my science fact of the day is what's the difference between a butte and a mesa does anyone know a butte comes out the top and a boot comes out the bottom oh my God. no but close oh. a mesa is pointier uh also close but no a mesa starts with an m so it might reach the top of the cave Almost. That's actually pretty close. There you go. So, contrary to its name, a butte, they're all the same. Geographically speaking, they're all the same. A butte is small, a mesa is medium, and a plateau is large in terms of the size of these formations. 
Geographical fact of the day. How do these form? Earth. Oh, okay. Magic. I imagine like a plateau had to be a mountain or a very large hill. And then it's specifically eroded to where it's flat on top and lost its curvature. I bet that's probably correct. All right. Let's we'll dive in here. We, like you guys have all pointed out, we're in the desert. And this is we have a callback early on because we're led here by Tracy. Tracy has led us into the middle of the desert, and we're just now figuring out that we're in the middle of the desert. This is a callback to, you know, of course, Brock, who every episode in the first season, Brock would appear and lead us into some sort of mystic landscape that shouldn't have been there. Well, it's not like he can control the map, Jacob. Gosh. Well, the problem is they just all of a sudden realize that they're about to die, basically. That's the problem here. They've been so focused they're about to die. There's this next part is very interesting to me, and I want to use this as a PSA moment. So you had fun facts with Alex, you get PSA moment with me. Okay, they're walking through the desert. They're not prepared for this at all. They've been lazy, lackadaisical. They're severely out of shape. This is a PSA from me. Get your exercise, kids. If you're going to take journeys or just go outside, make sure you get your exercise. I think that's fair enough to say, right? Am I wrong here? Yeah, don't ride around on your Pokemon and treat them as a beast of burden. And for God's sake, pack some water when you travel into the desert. Very true. We are like a coin flip away from being Wally. Okay, so let's get some exercise, please. I went the opposite direction. I was like, why are we walking through the island when we could swim around the island on Lapras? That sounds much better. Give Lapras a break. Put the baby to work. Justice for Lapras. The map doesn't cover the sea, so Tracy couldn't follow it, I guess. I don't know. Okay. But the map, you know what the map doesn't do? It doesn't predict storms. Because suddenly a rain cloud, just like what happened to me right before this podcast, a rain cloud suddenly appears... And we start running and looking for cover. I have a question about how weather works in this universe. I was thinking the same thing. What's your question, Alex? How is it possible? I think we had this discussion during the hurricane incident back when we were traveling around with the really fit Nurse Joy. How a storm can roll in in like 2.3 seconds. I'm telling you, it's Lawrence the Third. Who is? Oh, the guy with the magical weather machine. I'm telling you, that's my theory. Apparently. Is that machine a Pokemon, or is it just actually a machine? It's like a weird, like, space station in the sky. <laughs> oh, okay. He must be using it here because we're, like, there's a big storm that comes in. We run, we find some cover underneath a mesa? Alex? Uh, well, they're under some sort of rock-type overhang situation. We'll call it a butte, because I like the way that sounds. They're under a butte. They're under a butt. He, Nemo touched the butt. Yeah. You know, inside this butt is a full, there's magnemite all over the place. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's in the storm. They're in the storm and obviously they're attracted to the lightning because as we know, magnemite are electric Pokemon. And just like they're electric Pokemon, Jolteon is also an electric Pokemon and Jolteon makes an appearance. He's accompanied by a pilgrim who advises the heroes that it's not safe out in the storm and the lightning, better get in this flammable wagon that's a lightning strike away from burning down to the ground. I was, like, expecting the wagon to, like, turn out to be, like, grounded, and, like, they were going to get struck by (laughs) lightning, and, like, it was going to, like, pass them through, they were going to be fine. I was like, why is this a safe place to be? (laughs) That's what they were a ton safer underneath the rock overhang, and he's like, here, get in this paper-covered wagon that I built myself last week. It's great. (laughs) I thought, like, it would have, like, a little needle above it, and you would just see lightning hit the needle. Like, you, like you said, a ground? 
This yeah. thing just is like this is Oregon Trail style wagon here. Like somebody's in the back dying of dysentery. I mean, I imagine they're safe regardless of where they are because all the magnemites are acting as lightning rods, and so it wouldn't go and hit them anyway. And I guess like the force around the magnemite too would be a lot, da- a lot pretty dangerous. It was weird to me you saying that they're electric types. It occurred to me that steel type doesn't yet exist in this world, so that's weird. Yeah, plain, they're plain electric, and uh, Joltian's just a plain electric type, too, I guess. Give it a few months, they'll become steel types. <laughs> they'll become steel types? Are they straight straight steel types, or are they still electric? Steel electric. Hybrid Pokemon. Just like Joltian's a hybrid between a Pokemon and a middle-aged man. Jolt! Ooh. He's just like, bark, bark, bark. I'm like, okay, did you just tell the person to go in there and just act a fool and start yelling out, Jolt, Jolt, Jolt? It was a sheep dog. It was a shepherd dog. Uh, it was keeping the pack together. Was it? It was trying. That's what it's doing. It's got to keep them together because these Magnemite, they're there to suck up the electricity. And that goes back to the storm formation. How often do storms form here for the Magnemite to be able to actually suck up enough electricity? Oh, my God. Jacob was saying, how often do storms form? And at that exact moment, a gust of wind came by and all the trees started to lose their leaves in front of me. It was really scary. Ooh. It, the storm's coming here. It's coming. Well, don't worry, because a guy named Nathan is going to come and save you. Ethan. Is it Ethan? Mr. Cowpoke. Okay, I'll just say his uh, his name's Nathan. Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon, Ethan, John, John Wayne. Wayne. All these people. Nathan comes in, and of course he saves the twerps by getting in the wagon. We learn that he uses the Magnemite to suck up electricity, and the storm blows over. And the next thing we see him, Nathan's got each Magnemite, and he's putting them through a jump start, like you jump start a car to test how much electricity each one has. And I thought that was, like, kind of cool. I mean, do you think it's dangerous? Like, how much amps, I guess, is what we're measuring here? Is it okay to touch these things? We should have seen him, like, draining the electricity from them, because he was, like, he just took his, like, multimeter. It was like, yeah, this one's 100%. And I'm like, okay, well... Shouldn't you get the power out of it now? What would that look like, Austin? Milking the Magnemites? That would be great. I want to see that. (laughs) Yeah. I want to see what that looks like. Ah. Mental picture. If the Magnemite are livestock, let's see how that works. Let's not. I'm good with leaving it to the imagination. So he doesn't... He just... At this point, he's just testing to see how much capacity they're filled. He's not, like, storing the energy anywhere. Correct? In the Magnemites. As far as I can tell. Okay. It works. It's Pokemon. Of course it works. Anyway, Nathan, he can't remember any names, so he gives each individual Magnemite a number. I think he was lying. He's a liar. He can remember all the numbers. He cannot tell them apart. Except for the one. The one that was different. Number six. It was so cute. Oh god, it was so cute. Yeah, that the, there's a rogue Magnemite who doesn't ever follow the rules. Number six. He definitely is the only one that has a personality and makes, any, makes this episode actually interesting to some degree but yeah no names just numbers i think number one was my favorite austin do you have a favorite number um number 12 number 12 okay i don't actually know if there were 12 magnemites there was a <laughs> shit ton of them though there was like to think 50 too. magnemites okay I, I feel like the number of magnemite was wildly inconsistent but whatever oh, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah because we see them from the beginning there's like a i don't know globe-sized portion of them in the cloud second electricity and then we get to this point where he's measuring them and he does like four and he's like oh we're good to go i don't know i guess he loses them along the way anyway next we see these magnemite and uh, of course they're attracted to pikachu and start to form like a mosh pit <laughs> kind of thing around him oh my gosh 
Yeah, that was just kind of a cute little moment. Pikachu has bad luck with these things. Yeah. They smothered him to death. That's what happens there. Next thing, Nathan offers to take our heroes to the next town. Ethan. Ethan offers to take... Is his name really Ethan? Is it? It's real, it, it is Ethan. I, it is Ethan? Okay. Okay. Of course, of course. The captions don't necessarily mean anything, because at one point they wrote Pokemon Jim as Pokemon Jam. Jam. So take that for what it's worth. Okay. I'll go with Ethan, though, because I okay. assume that's what the caption said. We'll go with Ethan. Ethan offers to take our heroes to the next town, which is uh, where the gym is at. And I've already forgotten the name of that town. It starts with a T. Wait, he's not taking them to oh no no he's taking them to the town or wherever they're going. Yes. He's going to some random place. Which we don't know if this is actually towards the gym or away from it. We just know it's the next town over. I don't really understand what's going on with these towns because, like, how can you have sprawling cities with no infrastructure, like whatsoever? Like they have no power. They rely on this man to come and bring them power. Well, they said there was a power plant, but it like something happened to it. Well, that's just bad planning. I mean, how can you not have, like, a backup <laughs> generator or something? What we need is better infrastructure in the Orange <laughs> Islands. Yeah. Ethan also could be great. He could be actually causing mischief and blowing up these power plants or, like, you know, blowing up the Transformers. And then you have no choice but to go to him, right? Oh. So that's how he makes – that could be how he makes his Purposeful money. Purposeful sabotage? I mean, when the next scene, we see he gets Ash to try to drive the wagon, and Ash almost crashes it for insurance. So <laughs> like- Ethan is, you know, diabolical or, or something. I put in my notes here that Ash would have definitely died on the Oregon Trail. I don't know. He's pretty robust. He would have died and come back. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would. his ghost would have appeared, and then he would have been reattached to his soul. Pikachu okay. would have cried on him, and he would have been brought back to life. So Ash is driving our wagon. We're going through the desert. We're catching electricity. Then, of course, without a doubt, Team Rocket appears, and their plan is to catch the Magnemite and then sell the electricity... Is that what Ethan's doing now? Is he selling this or is he just like on reserve, like a generator? This has to be for profit. He's not not making money for this. He's a farmer. He's a rancher. Like you get, that's a profession. Okay, true. I bet he's subsidized. He's one of the subsidized magnet, magnemite farms. That's possible. You know? <laughs> well, that's true because he needs a way. I forgot about his like computer phone that he has set up in his wagon. Like, how do you afford that without? Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. The next scene, Jenny calls us. We're in our wagon, and he's got a phone hooked up to it. It's like one of those computer phones that like Ash calls Professor Oak from at the Pokemon Center, and he's got one of these just hooked up in the back of his, like, wagon. See, this is why I thought the covered wagon was going to be, like, a high-tech wagon that, like, had all this, like, crazy <laughs> technology in it. <laughs> That's why it was a safe place to be. Like, it's a Storm Tracker kind of car. Yeah. yeah, like, it's got, like, a little radar in the background going beep, 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 tracking the storm and stuff. That'd have been a lot cooler. Was well, probably on this computer phone thing. I wish, like Austin said, it was a lot more sophisticated. Anyway, we don't have time to get sophisticated. We gotta go save the town. Nathan wants to... Ethan, sorry. Ethan wants to move out and go help the town. That power plant just blew out. And then the backup power plant blew out. So now we gotta go research to the farmer who were on our way. And then Team Rocket disrupts this plan and steals all the Magnemite using, guess what? A magnet. Magnets? How do they work? Hey. hey! We got that reference, Alex. You don't oh have to feel bad. Oh my god! We Finally. got the reference. I'm so proud. I'm gonna cry. Third rock from the sun. Good job. What? What? 
What? That, that's from Third Rock from the Sun, isn't it? It's in Clown Posse. It's in Clown Posse. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. Jacob, get out of here. <laughs> Wait, Third Rock from the Sun, like the sitcom with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and they're aliens, right? Yeah. Okay. I'd... Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you guys were... <laughs> Maybe they referenced Insane Clown Posse at one point, but I can't say for sure. I think the timeline of that makes sense. Maybe. You guys love ICP, I know. I did. Mm-hmm. Real juggalos here. Juggalos, that's the word I was looking for. I couldn't think of it. Dang it. That's what we do in our spare time. Speaking of juggalos, Team Rocket is here. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? I could see them dressing I up. I could easily see that, actually, <laughs> yes. With their face paint? Yep. Yeah. I'm on my little yellow balloon. God, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and they're here just like uh, insane people would do, try to steal Pokemon. I've already said that they steal the magnet with a magnet. They've also take James has got this grabber thing that I don't even okay. know what's going on here. Austin seems to like this thing. It's probably got he's probably got something like it in his house. What? I don't have something <laughs> like it in my house, but I know what it is. What is it? That's a Nintendo Ultra Hand. And excuse me, what now? A Nintendo Ultra Hand from when pre-video games, when Nintendo was a toy company, one of their most successful toys was the Ultra Hand. That's like, you know, stretched out like that and grabbed things. Is this pre or post Power Glove? This is way pre-Power Glove. This was like the 60s. Oh, this is like pre-video game. Yeah. This is like, I'm going to make toys for Christmas, Nintendo. Yep. Interesting. That's, wow, that's a blast from the past. A blast from before we were born? Yes. Let's watch The Wizard. We gotta watch The Wizard. I'm down oh. to watch The Wizard. Jacob, please, you have to watch The Wizard. Is that the one where the the kid goes for the tournament? Is that the tournament one for Mario? Yes, yes. Okay. Everyone has to watch The Wizard once in their life. Before you die, do yourself a favor and watch that movie. Yeah. Ethan Hawke's first movie. It's very interesting. It, wait, what? What? Really? What? <laughs> No, it's not. He's not in that movie. I was like, wait, <laughs> where was he? Oh my god, was he, he was not in this movie. No, he wasn't. I just made that up. God, y'all, I'm watching the clouds gather outside my window. It is terrifying. I know, it's coming here too. It this is a real bad a storm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Save me, Ethan. Yeah, if we lose power, Ethan will come by with his caravan of magnemites and save the day. Okay, here it is. It's, it's gonna blow. The rain. It's arrived. Uh oh. You hear it? Where's the magnemites? Where's the magnemites? Well, they're not here. But who is here? Is Pikachu and Jolteon because they easily get out of this uh, grabber thing. That's an old Nintendo toy, and they start fighting Team Rocket. And unfortunately, Jolteon does his little bark bark thing, and then just gets destroyed by Arbok. And I think yeah. Austin froze. Did Austin freeze? Yeah, Austin's gone, but that's okay. Yeah, we'll finish this up. Oh, he's calling. He's calling. Oh, okay. Let's see what he has to say. The call is coming from inside the house. Okay, I just lost power, so y'all feel free to go on without me. You can join us by this phone, which I'm sure will sound fantastic. No, 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 no. I'm going to wait till power comes back on, then I'm going to reach. Okay, the power is back on. I just got to reset my router. This is a very fitting thing. Oh, oh, my God, the lights are flickering. It's a ghost. (laughs) Scary. Okay, I'm going to join you guys if I can. You guys have fun without me. Oh, okay. All right, I'll Okay. Safe travels. downpour. Bye. Safe travels. Okay. Goodbye. All right. While Austin's wrangling with the Magnemite and getting his power situation dealt with. This may be the most topical episode we've done with everybody losing power. There's real bad storms. 
this is very an immersive experience. I know this is like here. the atmosphere and the timing of it all is just on point. Where was I? Jolteon just got defeated by Arbok. Jolteon flew into Ethan and smashed him up against a rock, and Ethan breaks his arm. But then this is when it gets really cool, because Ethan's got a broken arm, but Ash takes the reins and rides a Tauros with some Magnemite to go save the town. Okay. Right? That's pretty cool. Okay. I don't understand this part. Maybe it was it was a little dramatic for me, because poor Ethan does hurt his arm, which... I guess the whole reason why they're like, Ash, you have to go on is because he can't, like, drive the reins for the the Tauros. But I feel like you could do it just fine with one hand. So why can't he go with them? Like, why does Ash have to go off on his own and saddle up a Tauros and then ride off by himself? I think he was testing him a little bit. Testing him. It's like, can he handle this? Can he handle doing all the Magnemite? And of course, he can't because he loses the Magnemite. He loses number six. Number six comes back into play and flies off and Ash has to go find him. Let's give a shout out to Pikachu because Pikachu really comes through in this part where Ash is like trying to wrangle the Magnemites, can't do it. And Pikachu's like, all right, leave it to me and does his little electrical attack to lure them back in. I did love Team Rocket's strategy when they come back and they try to take number six using static electricity. This was great. (laughs) Yeah, they're like rubbing. I don't even know what they're rubbing on themselves. Like they're like clear. They have yeah, they have these little like plastic sort of sheets that they're like rubbing on their hair to generate static electricity. I guess it's when you rub a balloon on your head. You never do that as a kid. You rub a balloon on your head and then your hair stands up. Yeah, that's what they were doing, basically. But they have like a little, I don't know, like a rod attached to them that's just shooting out the electricity as they rub it off their bodies. It was just just wild to see. This was the best episode we've ever had. They're using that like static stuff. And this is where Pikachu teams up with number six. And they kind of battle Team Rocket and basically just defeat them using the electricity. They have stronger electricity than Team Rocket's static. And Team Rocket's blasted off. And our Magnemite... Oh evolves during the process. A valiant effort by Magnemite. It would like, they had Pikachu's electrical beam, Team Rocket's electrical beam, they meet in the middle, kind of like the Voldemort, you know, Harry Potter final face-off <laughs> true, with the yeah. two wands, right? And then the wobbly Magnemite, the one with the bent magnets, number six, throws himself, sacrifices himself, and explodes all to save the day. I was so touched. He evolves into Magneton. Along with the help of some of his buddies. He didn't yee his last haw today. No, he did not sling his last slang. Oh that's, not, that's not even a Western thing. <laughs> oh uh, my God. We're clearly not from the Midwest, so. No, he didn't spur his last spade. Sure. The coolest part about the Magnemite evolving was seeing the process. I didn't understand this. I had a problem with this, actually. Basically, is it... Like two mag or three magnemites just like okay come together. It's like a fusion thing. That's how if you ever look in and I did some research behind the scenes. I went to go look at the Pokedex entries for Magneton, and I think like Emeralds said something like this. It's the fusion of three magnemites. They stick together and then they become Magneton. That did not happen in this scene. Magnemite was surrounded by like a ring of all these other magnemites. But none of these came in to attach themselves to it. It did the glowy light thing and then evolved. 
without yeah. the help of other Magnemites. So I was like, okay, that's wrong. That's what I was trying to figure out in this evolution. Did two more attach to this one, or did it, f- like, grow two more Magnemites? Did it, like, grow, like, little buds off a flower? Just it like- didn't. <laughs> it, it just, it's supposed to fuse and form when other Magnemites attach to it. Yeah, because that's happened before in another, a previous episode. Yeah. Well, this new Magneton defeats Team Rocket, and this allows Ash to basically go to the town and restore power there. When something else has got restored power, I think. Austin, you back? The power's back. Hey. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're back. Austin's got his power back. The Magnemite made it. Good job. I think the the audience needs to know, like, legit, my power genuinely went out. That was not a planned bit. (laughs) That was awesome. It was that scary, was. kind of. That's what I was telling Alex before you went off. I was like, this is the most immersive episode we have. There's lightning, rain, <laughs> there's juggalos behind us, there's um, I mean, there's all sorts of weird stuff going on. I don't even know what's going on. There's, there's something in the air because my cat just came in here, Austin was gone, everything's... <laughs> There's so many interruptions. It's okay, though. It's a big storm. It's like a, a bit. It's the first big thunderstorm of the year, of the season. Is it? Of summer. Is it? <laughs> I, I think so. It hasn't rained. I haven't, I have not gotten rain consistently in, I would say, almost a month. Not kidding. Luckily, the Magnemite soaked up all the electricity, though, and gave it back to you, though, Austin. Ah, thank you, Ash. Thank you, number six. Thank you, everyone. Don't forget to thank Ethan. Oh, my God. Apparently, I live on Mandarin Island. Who knew? I could see that. You seem like an island type of guy. Uh, Mistaken. (laughs) Mistaken. (laughs) Uh, Well, Austin, we basically wrapped up the episode. Was there anything you wanted to add? Did we talk about Ethan being like, Ash, join me on the Wild Plains? Yeah, like his become my cowboy ward. Uh, That was odd. Ash was like, no thanks. Well, then... Ethan lassos him and makes him be his farm boy. Oh. So. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I got the vibes of Ethan's a lonely man, and he needs a little companionship to get along in that wagon. Here comes young spry Ash Ketchum riding that Tauros. <laughs> Looking all western. The uh, Pokemon After Dark cut. That's the HBO Max version that we're writing, you guys? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, it's on Netflix now. Oh, okay. We need to campaign Netflix to, like, hire us on as consultants for that show. <laughs> like, someone write them, please. I mean, we're big-name people. We could easily... We oh, got an in, right? Sure. This podcast is an in. It would look way better than the last season of Game of Thrones. Leave five Magnemites. Yeah, so Ash refuses, and we're moving on. Anything else, Austin, that you wanted to go over that we may have missed? I don't... I don't know what the fuck y'all were talking about. How could I possibly no, know? That's what I'm saying. Just guess. If uh, We covered basically everything. Um, it's okay. Did you have anything you wanted to add, though, Austin, since you were out? Any individual original thoughts? I don't have any original thoughts. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Just give me the last chance to speak before we move on. I appreciate the chance for me to have a last word. I may take you up on that on a different time. Okay. You just got to join my farm. Be my farm hand. I guess the... That wraps up Get Along Little Pokemon. Jack, I swear. That's right. Yes, I got the Brokeback Mountains reference. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've like, just gone dud for your uh, references, Alex. I haven't gotten any of them. I didn't get the ICP. I'm sorry. This is, you just need to, look, this is funny because of all three of us, I think I'm the most naive and the one who lives under the rock the most but somehow i have all these like obscure references that you're not getting sound of music is not an obscure reference i've already explained that 
Oh my god, but you didn't react and we I Because I had to physically control myself to stop myself from bursting into songs like it's okay. Julie Andrews. Let do not hold back. Just let it go. As Elsa would tell you, let it, let go. it go. Let it go. That's the obscure animated movie Frozen that only Alex knows how to reference. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Speaking of Frozen, Austin, your screen. No! Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. You're not frozen. Just, me- just messing with you, Austin. Reel it back in. I've got my magnemite magnet. I'm reeling you guys back in. I got. Okay. I got to wander off to go somewhere else and look at the little water spout or whatever that magnemite was I'm, doing. I'm rubbing myself to create static electricity to get you guys back in here. Okay, right. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yep, you oh are. Oh my god. Okay, Just okay, like... both of you, please. <laughs> All right. MVP, LVP, and the quote that had the most impact on us for Get Along Little Pokemon. Sorry, did that get sexual for a second? I don't it know. It did get sexual for a second. <laughs> it's lightning J- inside. Jacob was rubbing outside. himself and you were coming, so, okay. There's something in the air tonight. What can I say? <laughs> yep. I can feel it. Something, something. I can Some- feel it. In the it. air. Something, something in the air tonight. <laughs> oh, oh Lord. <laughs> I do know that one. Michael Collins. Oh, God. What was the lyric we couldn't remember? Say, what, calling? What is it calling? I can feel, I feel it. Coming. Calling. Call, is it calling? Yeah. Calling. It's coming. It's coming. coming? It's coming Wait. in the air tonight. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Yeah, you're right. It's it's coming. I can, can feel it feel coming. Can you feel the come tonight? Yeah. They used to always play that song before football games. Really? It's like you're going out there on the field song? Yeah, like a warm-up song. And I was like, I was above like um, stuff to hype you up and stupid stuff like that. I was like, this is, we're playing football here. I don't need this <laughs> to hype me up. <laughs> Have you all seen uh, the video of the deer doing that song? Singing a song? What? No, no hold on. Doe, oh, a deer. Also, it was Phil Collins. Oh, it was not Michael? Who's Michael Collins? I don't know. Genesis. <laughs> I think I think we've we've sufficiently lost lost it. Yeah, we have. I sent you a link in the chat. What is this? Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it walks on so calmly. <laughs> that's a video that needs to be seen to be believed. Okay, yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah. I'll retweet that later. Okay. That deer's my MVP. For <laughs> I'm going to use that. <laughs> All right. No, but that's not my MVP, because I actually get to go first for this section. Austin, you're next, followed by Alex. I'm having some major problems with the with the randomizer selections today. I'm, I'm not digging. What, do the randomizer selections not know your references or something? The randomizer selection threw me off my game, because I had a funny bit to open this episode, but... It wasn't meant to be. What was the funny bit? Let's hear was it. Was it a reference we're not going to get? I don't know. Are you familiar with Gunsmoke at all? I, I'm not familiar with that one. No. Okay, I know Gunsmoke. you wouldn't have got it. Matt Dillon. That, well, I, I kind of threw it in there in the middle of this, but that's okay. Do you want to repeat it? I was going to start it out, and I was going to say, Matt Dillon, Festus, and Miss Kitty are on the set of Gunsmoke. Just kidding. It's actually the twerps going to Trovita Town. Okay, I'm going to edit that into the start of the episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not upstaging Jacob. No, nah, this is fine. It's not this hard This was to. his episode. Um, oh, no. My MVP. We'll get, through, we'll get there. <laughs> get there. My MVP, I'm going to give it to number six. The Magnemite. He provided entertainment, and he was a unique Magnemite. It was cute, too. 
It's cute too. I know I just took like everybody's MVP, but that's you what had I'm like with. fifty other Magnemites to pick. Why did you have to pick <laughs> number six? Because he won me over. Uh. Number one's still my favorite, but number six holds a special place in my heart. My LVP, I'll just give it to Ethan. I don't know. He's just he doesn't do much. Um, I don't even know what he's really doing out there. He didn't explain his job well. I wanted, I wanted to know more about why he's harvesting this electricity. If it's like just for emergencies or does he actually use it for the power plants? I'm just, I want to know more. And that he, we didn't get enough backstory on him. I want to know more about how Aunt Baru and Uncle Owen farm moisture on Tatooine. That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Me fucking too. <laughs> Let's get their Disney Plus series. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm sorry. I had to. Is that what they're really doing? Is farming moisture? Is that what they're moisture farmers? Oh my god. On a desert. Oh my god. I always Uh. imagine they had like one of those like giant empty domes that was like accumulating condensation on the walls. I don't know. Like a greenhouse kind of thing? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know (laughs) what I'm on about. Holly Shore's living in there. It's great. Oh, man. Sorry, did you get that? Did you get that reference? No, I'm sorry. Jersey Shore? What? No, Polly Shore, the dome, when he has to live in a biodome. Oh, you said Polly Shore. Not, I, I, I heard Hollow Shore. Shores. Oh. Hollow Shores? No, Polly Shore. Hollow Shores sounds like the title of like a, a mystery drama. Yeah. Starring Polly Shore as okay. the detective. There you go. Polly All Shore. right. All We're right, at, Jacob. This is a wild. Okay. We're out of control. My, uh, my quote is comes from Meowth, and it's, why are Uncle Owen... No, um, it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's the actual quote that Meowth says is, we can charge for a charge. Uh, Search your feelings. You know it to be true. We can charge for a charge. I thought that, was that was a good one. Clever. Yeah. There's not really that many good quotes, I didn't feel. Oh you my guys... god, are you kidding me? I had like 50 okay. oh billion my god. of them. Fine. I'm okay, wrong. Okay. All right. I'm, wrong I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like frothing at the mouth to get to mine. <laughs> All right, I got to get through me first. Okay, my MVP is going to be myself for committing <laughs> to the bit and losing power when the town lost power. That was really cool of me. I like that. My LVP is going to be Magnemite number seven because seven, eight, nine. Okay. Hey. If there are nine Magnemite. Yeah. My quote will be, it'll be all the Magnemite are pile driving Pikachu on the ground and suffocating him. And Ash viewing God this entire damn thing it, Austin. says, God is damn something it. the matter, Pikachu? <laughs> <laughs> my LVP is Austin for taking <laughs> that uh. quote. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. That was my one and only moment. That's what I was frothing at the mouth to get to and you stole it. Stole well, you it. You should have frothed at the mouth quicker. You stole my thunder, just like the Magnemites. Quit frothing. It's um, melting your makeup because you're a juggalo. Get it? Remember? Hey. hey. God damn it. Okay. What's the matter, Alex? <laughs> Is something the matter? <laughs> Austin suplexed my whole mood right into the ground. Damn just like right. those Magnemites did. All right, Austin. Continue. Are you done? That's it. I did everything. Okay. I wasn't joking. I'm my own MVP. All right. Well, I'm completely, completely at a loss now because everybody took my stuff. Um, my MVP is going to be John Wayne for serving as the inspiration for Ethan's character, I guess. Okay. Was it John Wayne? 
it was it was an amalgamation of every main character white guy u.s marshal character rancher guy i don't know i'm just gonna go with john wayne doesn't john wayne wear the little red neckerchief thing he had a ethan had a red neckerchief i thought it was like a jackie gleason fellow could be it's all right john wayne gets it because he's the most visible lvp i'm gonna give it to that one magnemite that gets smacked in the head with that pokeball that jesse threw our box pokeball and then it like flies up it falls out of the sky because it got hit poor thing poor thing yep and it's not lvp because i'd hated it it was lvp because like i just felt so sad and it was such a pitiful moment so i felt bad what's your quote gonna be um i don't know god you do took the, the best do one. an impersonation of jolteon's bark i i that'd be a quote i can't do that we all know how my voice impressions are and i think i've ruined us all enough with doing the pokemon do junior nurse adventure game. joy doing jolteon no <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Nurse Joy. Jolt! Jolt! There you go. There we go. Actually, right. I'll give it to Ethan for real, though, when he says, What in tarnation is going on? And then he runs over to see Team Rocket stealing his Magnemite. Because I like the word tarnation. Tarnation. That's right. What in tarnation is going on? Cool. That actually stems from the North Carolina Tar Heels, and they call themselves the Tar Nation. Is that true? Fun fact of the day. I did not know no, that. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know I, b- I believe oh it. Oh my god. Okay, I believe <laughs> it at this point. <laughs> I guess that wraps up uh, Get Along Little Pokemon. That's our first episode. I can't wait to see what this second episode, The Mystery Menace, <laughs> has in store for us. Good lord, oh, that, was a, that okay. was a ride with the first one. All right, time me. Uh, I'll do it this time since. Oh, okay. Um, did I get my duties revoked? No, no, you can. Uh, you get your prep from the summary. That's what I'm <sighs> okay. trying to give you here. Ready, Austin? Yep. And three, two, one, go. The Twerps and Team Rocket are stuck in the sewers where they find a mysterious vine creature, kidnaps Bulbasaur, and then Togepi, and then Misty, and all the other characters. But the corrupt politician Donald Trump doesn't want to do anything about it because he doesn't want the Mueller report to reveal all his various crimes. Um... So the twerps go into the sewer anyway to drain the swamp, and they find out it's actually a Bulbasaur that the, that Donald Trump abandoned when he was a child. And thankfully, he loses the election, but he accepts the loss with grace. I assume. Just kidding. Time. Drain the swamp. Oh God. I don't know. I'm I'm fucking around today. I don't care. So you did. You did <laughs> not have that pre-planned out. That's no. I just came up with it. That is amazing. Okay. I guess I'm taking the mystery. The Mystery Menace. Jacob, you said you remember this episode vividly? Yes. Yeah. I don't know why. Though. It was weird. It was like randomly. I just remember being like, why is this Bulbasaur using its vine the whole time? I don't know. I mean, I guess I just spoiled it there, but. <laughs> it's all right. I'll dub you over with the missing no noise or something. Yeah. I don't know. There's not much to it. I just remember it. I remember the mayor. The mayor being a turd. Yeah, he's pretty terrible, but we'll get into why. All right. To start off. We're in Trovatopolis. Is that is that right? Trovatopolis. 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 Which makes zero sense to me because they're not on Trovita Island at the moment. They're still on Mandarin Island, but they're in a town called Trovatopolis. I accepted it because Trovita Island is like with an eye line. They say it's like a 10 minute ferry ride that way. 
Okay, but we don't find that out until the end. Okay. So starting off, it makes no sense. They just have arrived. They blew in like a tumbleweed right out of the desert. And now they're in this sprawling metropolis town. Team Rocket's there. They're plotting to blow a hole in the ground in order to trap Pikachu in a hole. But it backfires and they fall into the hole instead. Somehow, someway, the twerps who are standing like hundreds of feet away also fall into a separate hole? I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure that out. If it's like Team Rocket, did they mention they planted two bombs, or was it just like a random sinkhole that grabs the twerps? It's a plot hole. Hey, ha hey. ha ha! Because we all have to be in the sewers in order for this next thing to happen. That's my favorite place. So actually, the sewers in the Pokemon world are like spotless they're immaculate what the fuck they were not in a sewer they were like in like a water like i don't even know what water treatment plant yeah they're they're down in the supposed sewers which are at one point they swim through the sewers with their eyes wide open yes yes they do it's the cleanest sewer it's sterile water and the water was gold too that was weird shit gold and (laughs) chocolate no one poops and pees in the pokemon world they just have running water (laughs) it's just running water (laughs) You know, that does make me question, like, their infrastructure situation, because apparently, well, according to to Jenny later on in this episode, there's 500 miles of sewer and 5,000 manholes to access it, but they have no, they have no power grid? I don't understand that. I would walk 500 miles, and I'd walk 500 more. I would walk 500 miles through shitty water with a bulldozer. So we're in the sewer, which is not full of shit. Ash suddenly hears a very mysterious noise, a bell, which I guess I jumped the gun a little bit because I thought, oh my God, Chimeco's here, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't. It was just a mysterious noise. Chimeco's making a very early appearance. Yes. Uh, But a strange vine comes out of the water and attacks the twerps and Ash decides to use Pikachu, but Misty says, no, Ash, if you do that, we'll all die, because water conducts electricity. Instead, we use Bulbasaur, who we haven't seen in a while. Bulbasaur tries valiantly to fight off the mysterious vine monster, but is pulled underwater. Tracy and Misty have to stop Ash from trying to save his Pokemon. Would you jump in after your Pokemon if it got attacked by a vine monster? Not in sewer water. Okay, but this is sewers don't exist in the Pokemon world. Just crystal clear okay. water everywhere you go. All right, sure. How long can a Bulbasaur hold its breath for? I was trying to figure out, like proximity-wise, how close was this Bulbasaur? Because if you can hear the bell, then it's not like too far away, right? But Jacob, we don't know what this mystery creature is. Spoiler! I'll go ahead and spoil it. But like, so the thing's got a vine. It's fighting a current. The water's flowing. It's fighting a current, using its vine to grab a Bulbasaur and then pull the Bulbasaur under. I'm, yes. I'm just saying it's it's in, okay. Making sure it's clarified. Well, it's a it's mega all- Bulbasaur. Wait, I shouldn't use the word mega. It's a super large Bulbasaur. Every time yes. you guys say that word, I'm gonna have to dub you over. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm editing this episode. Are you? Yeah. Well, then put the missing no noise on top of every time you oh, say okay. that word. Because that's the mystery menace. We can't ruin the mystery yet. Oh my god. Okay. So, Ash is left to to abandon his Pokemon because, surprise, Officer Jenny is here and she's like, get the hell out of the sewer. It's illegal to be down here under penalty of death. So, she pulls them up and puts them in jail. 
and Ash is screaming at the top of his lungs, where's my lawyer? Let me out of here. They didn't even read him his Miranda rights. Right? She just They just threw him stuck in him in there. Trovitopolis is a lawless town, as evidenced by the fact that Jenny comes in and says, well, you're free to go. But then the mayor barges in and the mayor's like, no, Officer Jenny, I need these kids to stay in jail because there's an election coming up. And if the word gets out that there's a giant sewer monster, nobody will vote for me. I don't understand how that makes sense, but here we are. What's the mayor's name? No, not the, like, I know Austin gave him a name, but did they actually give him a name? It's like... Mr. Mayor. Mr. Mayor? Mr. Mayor. I like to imagine okay. it's M-A-Y-E-R. Mr. Mayor. <laughs> like John Mayor? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Jenny's like, no, I can't do that, because there's actually, like... Uh, you know what? Jenny kind of, like, came through a little bit. She's like, no, I can't keep these kids. I have to charge them with the crime first. And there's no crime that's been committed, even though apparently waltzing around the sewers is a crime. Whatever. Nurse Joy comes and tells us all that the mayor has some really nefarious plan going on and that the rumor is that he's going to send in a SWAT team to kill this mystery creature instead of capturing it alive to test it for science. Y'all, this episode's fucking awesome. <laughs> the corrupt mayor has his own personal SWAT team ready to go to kill things. I love that's it. That's above, it's like a secret service that's above the officers in the town. Yeah, the corrupt politician is ruining everything for everyone and Jess, Jenny and Joy's public servants are trying to save it what they can. This is an this awesome episode. This is great. This episode was too real. It made me uncomfortable because I'm like, oh my god, not a far cry. Uh, so they call Professor Oak for some unknown reason, and he's entirely unhelpful. I got nothing out of this Professor Oak call. But Ash did. Oh, right. No, okay. Yeah. Yes, okay, I stand corrected. We will see why. Oak was unhelpful, but like advice-wise, but he does send Ash something helpful later. A plunger, no. Yeah, a plunger to go and unclog the sewers. So they come across the mayor ordering his private militarized security force to kill the creature, despite what Jenny has said. Meanwhile, Team Rocket is in the sewer being chased by the creature. And as the twerps go and investigate, it attacks them again and pulls Misty and Togepi into the water. But never fear, because Ash has his ace in the hole, which is Muck. Yay! Was it Jenny that led them back into the sewer? I think it was Joy. Was it Joy? Which one was the one that was like, they're standing outside the giant hole and was like, you can go in here. It was Joy. Okay. She's the one that tells him to crawl into this mysterious hole. Unfortunately for Ash and friends, who are still traversing around the sewer system, the mayor somehow has the manpower to order all 5,000 manhole covers to be poured over with cement and trap them inside, which is pretty damn terrible. Tropolis is an authoritarian state. I don't know what to say. It is. Mm Mm-hmm been there i can't remember exactly what happens here i think like muck smothers ash into like a coma or something but he like wakes up and there's everybody standing over him completely fine and we discover that the mystery creature in question is actually an adorable giant sized bulbasaur that has a kitten bell around its neck oh the little bell collar thing. I feel so bad for that thing. It's been underground for like 30 years. But it got big, though. Mutated. What What made it grow so big, if you had to take a guess? Like, would it be... Is it drinking the sludge. sewage? The crystal clear, pure H2O that is the sewer system. 
maybe the reason why it's so big is it's been eating all the toxic waste <gasps> and keeping the sewer clean. Oh, that's like a, yeah. It's like, it's like a bulba trick. filtration system. Ooh, bulba Ooh. filtration system. We discover that we come out of the sewer. I Somehow they bust out of the sewer and... Oh, it's the pressure. Oh, from being all the, the all the manhole yeah. covers are he blocked up. He clogs the manholes and there's no, like, air can't get out. The exhaust from the shit can't get out and then it just blows up. <laughs> oh, my God. That's methane, right. Methane gets trapped. Like, if somebody would have struck a match in that city, it would have been just blown up. I love this whole part. I'm sorry. The whole comical, like, Daffy Duck of it all because the mayor's in his little bathtub and, like, the twerps just explode into the room through the water leakage. Oh, yeah, he's in it. Like, I, I was reminded of Cleveland from Family Guy, you know, with all that yeah. stupid no, running no, bit. No, 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 And then he falls, yeah. They bust into his bathroom, and the mayor, like, flies out into the street in his, like, bathtub, and he has nothing but a towel somehow wrapped around him. And they humiliate him in front of the crowd of people who have just gathered here. They're seeing his manhole. Right? Ew, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't get Tracy too excited now. That's right. I got to draw this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we haven't seen Tracy's sketch pad in a while. He was sketching Jolteon last episode. Oh, was he? Yep. I completely missed that. We get a flashback to Mr. Mayor's childhood in which he was a complete nightmare child and abandoned his Bulbasaur and pushed it into the sewer because it wouldn't evolve. So he's like, screw you, Bulbasaur, and leaves him to like drown yeah he should be the one in jail basically yeah right for animal cruelty yeah so he tries to have bulbasaur arrested for public humiliation of like a public figure or something like that but ash says not today and his bulbasaur smacks the shit out of him and he flies away so pikachu and bulbasaur attack the fucking secret service this is amazing (laughs) (laughs) i love it the day is saved could you jail a Pokemon? Do you think they jail Pokemon? I actually have a relevant sort of anecdote. I was listening to a podcast, um, true crime podcast, not too long ago. And there's like a story back from like, was it the 1800s or something or earlier than that? A pig murdered a child. Oh, I know the story. I love this story. Yeah. And they put it on trial in the town square to be sentenced to death for murder. So I guess animals can be tried for crimes. Hmm. Interesting. Is that the one where they brought all the pigs from around? Yes. And like ha- had them in the pen and be like, okay, pigs, here's what happens if you get out of line. We're going to execute you as oh they ex- executed the kit pig. I wow. think so. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the same thing. I'm trying to find the story. Holy cow. So they just taught it a lesson. All you, you know, all the pigs learn. Medieval animal trials in, e- in Europe. Oh, it was way earlier than the 1700s, sorry. Can I guess what country it happened in? Go for it. Does it say? I bet it was France. Something tells me that it happened in France. Yeah, I think it was. Oh my god, It was France? Oh my, yep, yep. Apparently this happens a lot throughout history. Yes, to answer your question, yes, animal on trial for crimes against people. So they do that in the Kalos region, got it. I've given up trying to be entertaining anymore, so. Why? (laughs) What? I don't know. I don't know. I lost my mojo somewhere like 20 minutes ago. The next podcast, we'll just, we'll just do it completely dry. Like, we'll talk really monotone. No Y'all, get your shit together. Let's get a fucking go. I had to fight oh a power God. outage. Get your shit together. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 
They should have played that before our football games. I'd been ready to go instead of that. Uh, I can feel it, feel it. calling <laughs> in the air tonight. Coming. Oh, coming in coming. the coming. air tonight. <laughs> oh, oh Lord. Lord. If that deer can play an instrument via a playground, you can finish the fucking episode, Alex. What else is there to say? Ash and friends beat the mayor to death in a public spectacle. (laughs) They saved the town. And, you know, martial law is lifted. Okay, we're good. Or or you could have said with the way the mayor was looking, a public testicle. Is that our episode title? A public testicle? Instead of public spectacle? Oh, my gosh. All right, so we all see some public testicles, and then we do our MVP and LVP. Got it. I don't even have an MVP and LVP. But there's okay. nuts. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Um. D's nuts. I vote for D's nuts. No, don't actually do that. Please pay attention to your local elections and vote responsibly. <laughs> vote, vote responsibly. Stop writing in bullshit candidates that aren't going to get elected. Okay, thank you. That's my PSA for the day. Stay engaged. Vote. The randomizer has voted. And Alex, you are going first, <gasps> followed by Austin. Then I get to, I get to go last. I don't even have anything written down, so I'm just going to make some shit up. Okay. Uh, MVP goes to Muck, because Muck is really cute, and we don't see enough of it. Great. It didn't actually do anything in this episode, but okay. I know, but I gave, it, I gave Muck MVP because we hardly ever see it, and it's just so happy to see Ash. Find yourself a man that looks at you the way Muck looks at Ash. LVP. I'm going to get... Can I be obvious? Yeah. Mayor Buckhead. Or rather, <laughs> Mr. Mayor. You can edit that out, Austin. <laughs> no, I'm leaving that in. Um, my quote. I didn't have a lot of quotes in this episode. Um Yeah, I guess at the end when Ash is using Bulbasaur to save the day, he says, Okay, Bulbasaur, give them a vine whipping. That's all I got. Sounds sounds hot. Love a good vine whipping. Yeah, we all do. Vine whip in the manhole. <laughs> Excuse me? Vine whip to the manhole? <laughs> okay, my MVP is gonna be Nurse Joy for multiple times bursting into the mayor's seemingly living space and being like, you're fucking awful. You cannot do this. This will not stand like several times. So good for her. LVP goes to Tracy and Misty for not letting him go after Bulbasaur for no real reason because then they just had to go back and do it again anyway. And then they hogtie him with a rope so Jenny can pull him to the street. That's not cool. My quote will be Bulbasaur sewer sore. Sewer sore. And its voice going Ew, like Bulba. Sewer sore sounds like a medieval disease. Yeah, sewer sore and the medieval s- disease. Hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, that's my quote. Oh, yeah. Bulba. Okay. <laughs> my turn let's oh, never do a recording on a friday afternoon during a thunderstorm <laughs> ever again i'm sorry no. i'm sorry jacob i just have to say this I, I when you said sewer sore and the medieval disease i was thinking it was like that was like a title of a children's show or something like in this in today's episode sewer sore and the medieval disease okay don't listen to me okay we won't sounds like a goosebumps i'll give my mvp to jenny yay confronting the mayor too about how stupid it is to hold kids for not doing a crime my lvp i'll give it to team rocket because they blast themselves down in the sewer and 
I, I forgot even what happens to them. I guess they just die down there. I can't remember. No, they break out. The the, the very end is them stuck behind the su- the bars in the sewer. But I think the dub adds some lines of them getting free. Oh, okay. Well, they're my LVP because they blew themselves up. Okay. My quote comes from Ash after Ash helped out Tracy and Tracy goes ballistic and does some things to him. And Ash goes, you don't have to thank me, Tracy. You just have to get off me. Oh, right. And that's my quote. They pull Tracy out of a wall and he lands on Ash. Yeah, I thought that just sounded funny, especially if it was out of context. Jacob, I just want to say your Goosebumps comment triggered a memory for me. I don't know if you guys ever read the um, the Goosebumps It Came From Beneath the Sink book. I think I remember that. It terrified me as a kid. Absolutely terrified me. Was that the like the blob thing? It's like a sponge creature thing that like lives underneath the sink. And I think the scariest aspect of it was the creature. You can't get rid of it or give it away to somebody else because the owner will die in a oh. day if you do Oh my that. god. I don't know. I just remember this one being extremely scary for a Goosebump book. But then again, I was like six or seven or something. So... I don't know why that triggered my memory, Jacob. I remember specifically avoiding the ones that had the scary dummy on the cover. Oh, that one was yeah. scary. Night of the Living Dummy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that one was freaky. There was like actually two or three of those. Yeah, exactly. There were several of them. I remember what scared me was the kid that ate a watermelon seed and then a watermelon grew inside him and killed him or something. Oh my God. Yeah, I was really young and I was afraid to eat like anything with seeds after that. The other one that was scary was the Haunted Mask. Oh, the one that steals you, your face? Yeah. Was it that one? Yeah, that one was... Okay, that's enough of that. Okay. Now, does anyone have any closing thoughts or comments before this wild ride closes out here? I wasn't on my A game. I'm so sorry. I was on my my C game. It's really hot. The heat's just missing. Well, the air conditioning <laughs> no longer is working after my power went out, so I'm a little woo! All right, I guess um, no one has anything to say. I'll wrap us up. Do you guys want to do a chapter? Austin's already got his phone at the ready. This is a list of Pokemon episodes. Oh. What is the next episode, Austin? Forgot to ask about that. Misty meets her match and bound for trouble. All right. Cool deal. And uh, we'll read like a chapter of My Mortal. That way we can get to fit the 40. We'll read chapter 40. Okay, if you insist, Jacob. Yeah, I insist. Because then maybe we can finish it up soon. We'll get to 40. <laughs> stick, so stick around. I guess we're ready to close it out here. Uh, I'd just like to say thank you all for listening. And be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And if you have any questions or comments for the show, be sure to send them to outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. Again, that is outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at outofdryingpan. Again, our handle is outofdryingpan. And join us next time as the journey continues. I'm going to go ahead and start on chapter 40. Go for it. Chapter Chapter 40 40. of My Mortal. LOL. Someone has taken my account over. The idiot's note. Well, wait, hold on. No, there's two chapter 40s. No, wait, no, I'm lying.
No, there is two chapter 40s. Wait, which chapter 40 am I on? We ended off with end crap Vic at the end of the last chapter. So then A-N, oh yeah, if you want to see the original content this chick had planned for this chapter, I access it through the document manager thing. So you can read it here. So I Okay, think- great. I'm just going to skip ahead. Okay. A-N, S-T-F-U, preps, get a life. You suck. Oh, and from now on, I'll be on vocation in England until like August. So I won't be able to update for a while. Lols. Thanks to everyone who revowed expect the preps who flammed fuck you MCR rules. I woke up in the Norse's office on a special gothic coffin. Hargrid was in the bed opposite of me in a comma because Vampire and Draco had bet him up. Mr. Norse was cleaning the room. Oh me Satan, what happened? I screamed. Suddenly Volksimort came. He locked less mean than usual. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking bastard, I yielded. Thou hath not killed vampire yet, he said arringly. Suddenly he started to cry tears of blood, all selective. Volksimort? OMFG, what's wrong? I asked. Oh, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, Lucian, Professor Sinister, and Sirius came. Bloody Mary and Vampire were with them. Everyone was holding black boxes. Volksamort disappeared. OMFG, Anabi, you're alive, screamed a vampire. I hugged him and Bloody Mary. What the fuck happened? I asked them. Oh my Satan, am I like dead now? I gossed. Anabi, you were almost shot, said Sirius. But the ballet could not kill you, since you were from another time. But thanks anyway, said L- Lucian, holding Oot his arm. I gasped. He had two arms. <laughs> <laughs> OMG, I can't believe Vampire's dad shot you, I gasped. Well, to be honest, Snap was possessed by Snap back then, said James. Wait, I thought Vampire was hairy, so... Oh, wait, that would have... Vampire's yeah, dad shot him. But in Snap was possessed by Snap back then. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Wait, James is there. Wait, James? Right. Wait, okay, James is in the present? Okay. I guess. Okay, now I was confused. Yeah, he was a spy, Sirius said sadly. He was really a death dealer. And he was such a fucking poser, too, said Lucian. He didn't really know who GC were until I told him. Well, anyway, everyone tarted to give me presents. I was... I was opening a black box with red 666s. There was a DVD of Corpse Bride in it. On it, when I gasped, Mr. Norris looked up angrily, because he was hated goths. Hey, has anyone fucking seen Draco? I asked gothically. No, Draco told me he would be watching House of Wax, said Professor Trevori. He didn't know that you're better. Anyway, the Norse said you could get up. Come on. I got up suicidally. Lucian, Sirius, and Professor Sinister left. I was wearing black leather night gun. Under that, I had on a sexy black leather bra, trimmed with black lace, with a matching thong that said gothic girl on the butt, and sexy fishnets that kind hooked onto my thong. If you don't get idea, message me, I'll tell ya. I put on a black fishnet top under a black MCR t-shirt, a black leather mini with black lace and congress shoes, I left the hospital's wing with Bloody Mary, Willow, and Vampire. OMFG, let's celebrate, gasped Willow. We can go see Hose of Wax with Draco, giggled Vampire. Let's go listen to GC and cut ourselves, 666, said Hermione. Uh. We opened the common room room door sexily, 
And then I gasped. Draco was there doing it with Snap. Oh my god, plot twist. <laughs> he was wearing a black t-shirt with 666 on the front and baggy jeans. You fucking prep, we all yielded angrily. Yeah, you betrayed us, shooted Vampire angrily as he took out his black gun. No, you don't understand, screamed Draco sadly as he took his thingy out of snakes. Oh, God. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no, okay. No shit, you fucking suck, you preppy bastard, said Willow, trying to attack him. You rock, girl. I ran suicidally to my room. I sexily took a stake out. Anabi, no! Screamed Draco, but it was too late. I had slipped my wrist with it. Suddenly, everything went black again. Idiot's note. I guess this is the hacker. Ugh, I know. Terrible. But then again, this wouldn't be called the worst fanfic ever if not for the fact that the writing standards meets the level of a day-old fetus. Okay. What? Okay. Okay. Okay, Okay, wait, 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 wait. I have a question. So, the last chapter was a retelling of what it should have been from this supposed hacker's point of view, but then the hacker released this chapter, chapter 40, like this is the true chapter 40 that Tara wanted to release, right? I guess. Okay. I'm so confused, but that's okay. I Whatever. Okay, who cares? Jacob, are you <laughs> sufficiently like tired of this now? Oh, it's been there for a minute, but uh, there's two chapter 40s. I didn't know that. That's kind of funny. Okay, well, uh, we've got three more chapters after this. I think we got four more chapters after this. Wait, we're on, yeah, the next the one's extra. chapter 41, right? 41, 42, no. 43, 44. Oh, okay. We'll finish it up soon, I guess, right? We're almost there to the end. We're Let's almost pray. there. Yeah. Hang on. We're almost there. We're going to make it. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.